to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I'm a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of self-understanding mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Hello there. Welcome to Late Night Talks. Great to have you here in the room tonight. I hope this week has been well for you so far. Yes, and I want to welcome some newcomers from Estonia and Azerbaijan. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I had to look that one up. It's very cool to have you join in. So today I would like to greet Greece. Yeah, posise. Hopefully I'm saying that properly. That is, hi, how are you in Greek? I'm sure I'm totally off, but hey, I gave it a try. <laughs> anyway, I hope that we're all rising up towards the sun. The sun pulls us towards growth, right? The sun gives us the ability to grow. She gives everything on earth the ability to grow. She's beautiful. However, we have to remember to keep our roots firmly planted to the earth. And, you know, we reach the sun by climbing the mountain of life. Because if you look at life, it's a bit of a mountain. And each step gets us closer and closer to that warm light. And it's really the same light that we all emit. It's the warm fire in the heart that makes you want to keep going. Even though that there's some hearts out there that might be frozen or feel frozen and numb. And the only way to melt that ice is by moving closer to the light. And as you travel along the mountain and you get to the tip, we'll have a view of the world that we've never experienced. So every day, use the sun as a reminder to never stop and to keep climbing no matter what. And I'm not talking in a material sense. I'm talking about life in general, getting out of bed on those days that you don't want to, loving another person even though, you know, you might be afraid, doing anything and everything in your power to break that addiction or that bad habit, learning to love yourself just as you would love your own child. And there is a step or several steps in each one of these tasks. And we might lose our footing at times as we move along. But what counts is that we keep going. And there's a mountain there for a reason. And if you believe in reincarnation, I believe there's a mountain in each lifetime. And each view is unique in its own way. But one day, it will be our last climb. Just my thoughts. All right. Today, we are summing up these last four universal laws of the 12 law series. Woohoo! I'm excited to move on from this and get into some other interesting topics. We're going to start with the law of relativity. And when it comes to the law of relativity, we're all tested in life, right? 
I mean, life can be challenging and difficult, and we come up against certain circumstances. And the purpose is for us to stay connected to our heart and to be grounded while trying to figure out a way to overcome these struggles. And in reality, nothing in our life really exists unless it's compared to something else. So nothing in life has significance unless we give it meaning. Everything is determined by how we perceive our situation and the ideas and perspectives that we choose to see it from. Something that a lot of people do is comparing their situation to other people. And depending on one's perspective, it might either seem better or worse. But regardless, there's always someone worse off or someone better off. However, from a spiritual perspective, we may eliminate the labels and embrace everything as it is. In Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth, he says, on the basis of how you look, you'll always be less than some people or more than others. Simply put, you're neither better nor worse than anyone else. It's all relative. So now we're going to move on to the 10th law, which is the law of polarity. And the law of polarity is, it's a fundamental principle in many areas of, say, philosophy, science, and spirituality. And what it states is that everything has an opposite or a polar opposite, and that these opposites are interconnected and interdependent. So for example, we have hot and cold light and dark, positive and negative. These are all polar opposites. And the law of polarity suggests that these opposites aren't in conflict with one another, but rather they complement and balance each other. The law of polarity can better our life by helping us to understand that everything in life is connected. And there's always two sides to every situation, right? This understanding can help us to have a more balanced and maybe a more holistic perspective on life. And it can also help us to find solutions to problems that might seem impossible to solve. One way we can use the law of polarity to better or improve our life is by recognizing and maybe embracing the positive aspects of negative experiences. For example, if you're going through a difficult time, you can focus on the lessons and the growth that are coming from that experience rather than just focusing on the negative aspects. And and we talk a lot about this here. Another way to use this law of polarity is to really find balance in your life by maybe recognizing that everything in life has an opposite. And you can strive to balance between the opposing forces. For example, you can work to balance your work and personal life or balance your physical and your mental well-being. Another thing that the law of polarity can be used for is to help us to understand the relationship between different emotions and different reactions and find a balance in the way you feel and react to different situations. It gives you the ability to see things in a more nuanced or holistic way and to help you to make better decisions or to take more effective actions. Overall, really, the law of polarity can be 
a very valuable tool for understanding and improving many aspects of life. Now, the 11th law is the law of rhythm. And the law of rhythm is a principle that states that everything in the universe is subject to natural rhythm or cycles of change, right? And this includes the cycles of the seasons and the tides and the cycles of life and death and so on. It's also sometimes referred to as the law of cycles. So the idea is that these rhythms and the cycles are are really a fundamental part of the natural order of things. And they can be observed and really studied to gain a better understanding of the world around us. So how can we use the law of rhythm in our own life? For example, time management. By understanding the natural rhythms of our energy levels and our productivity, we can plan the day, we can plan our day and week in a way that maximizes the effectiveness. And just like with goal setting or, or planning, recognizing the cycles of growth and decline in our in our personal and professional lives can help us to set those realistic goals and make better plans to achieve them. Even self-care, you know, you want to pay attention to our own natural rhythms of sleep, of exercise, of relaxation, and we can create a self-routine that supports our overall well-being, as well as mindfulness by being more aware of the natural rhythms of our thoughts, of our emotions, of our behaviors, we can learn to be more present in the moment and less maybe reactive to our surroundings. And also, I would say nature, by observing the rhythms of nature, like the cycles of the moon, of the tides, of the seasons, we can really learn to live in harmony with our environment. And I think it's important to note that the law of rhythm isn't a one-size-fits-all, obviously. Each person has their own unique rhythm and cycle. So it's important to pay attention to your own body and your mind and to adjust these uh, habits accordingly. Lastly, the 12th law is the law of gender. The law of gender is a principle in Hermetism, a spiritual and philosophical tradition that originated in ancient Egypt and Greece. And according to the principle, to this law, everything in the universe has both masculine and feminine properties, right? Which are known as the principles to active and passive respectively. So this concept is often associated with the ideas of balance and harmony between these opposing forces. It's really not related to the modern view of gender as a social and cultural construct. So how can this law of gender help us? The law of gender can really be used as a tool for understanding the balance and the harmony that exists in the universe by recognizing the masculine and the feminine principles in everything. And we can better understand the interdependence of all things and the importance of balance and harmony in our lives. And in practical terms, the law of gender can really help us understand the balance between the opposing forces of our lives and our work and and overall our well-being. So the law of gender can really help us to balance between the masculine and the feminine within ourselves, 
by recognizing, right, and embracing both the masculine and the feminine aspects of our own nature. And we can achieve greater self-awareness and personal growth. This can really help us be more authentic, to be more in touch with our inner selves and our, you know, and to live our lives in a more harmonious way when we can be in touch with both sides, the masculine and the feminine energy within. So I think that's it for this evening. We have finally finished the 12 universal laws. <laughs> it's always a great pleasure to be here and I look forward to next week. I do hope that you come back and join us. Who knows what the topic's going to be, but hopefully it'll be interesting and bring some value to your life. If you find this podcast is helpful to you, I kindly ask you to share it with a friend. Really appreciate you. And until next time, I'm sending out some loving Reiki vibes to you. Be well. Many blessings. Take care. <laughs>